Episode 2, Big Night. We are outside, so any ambient noise you hear are the sounds of Canyon County on a beautiful Friday night. Non-diegetic sound, I believe is the non-diegetic industry, industry term. Correct. We've got a full house. To my left, we have Kevin Nixon, Kuna Kev. Say hello. Hey, listeners. That's out right. Out in wherever, Belgium. Germany, that one, the one dude in, Bel- in Belgium is going to be like, oh my god, <laughs> hell yeah. All three of you, thanks for listening. Shouted yeah. out. There you go. To Kevin's left, we have Connor. Connor Magnuson. Connor, say hello. Hello, audience. That's right. We got Jordan back. Hello, you audience. And to his left, we have Nick Bland. What up? And we have a collection of passions intersecting tonight. Knees touching. All of our knees are touching. We're outdoors. It's beautiful. It's, it's an intimate setting. The San Diego Padres are playing a more or less meaningless early May game uh, that I will be emotionally invested in for the next two and a half hours. Along with the Seattle Mariners. The Seattle Mariners. Nick Bland, big Seattle Mariners guy. Yep, unfortunately. And you don't know this, actually, but when I reached out to you and Kyle a month ago about uh, predictions for the mm. year, those are published online. Oh, by good. The way. Yeah. yeah. This was all. I'm glad I was held accountable to in the that. works a month ago, and so that's that's something we can absolutely be. My, my 97 win team. Yes, it's, po- it's still possible. It's still possible. Absolutely, put it in the possible. show notes. It could happen. It's it, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, it's absolutely the, the whole platform. Some there. some things need to change. <laughs> What's the Mariners' current record right now? Uh, 12 and 14. That's not bad. They it's were well. It's it's not bad if if you didn't know that they were 11 and six about. You know, nine days ago. Sure, but if you just wandered in <laughs> ten years ago and you were like, "How are the Mariners doing this year?" Someone's like twelve and fourteen. You'd be right. like, "Wow, it's <laughs> like the best Mariners team we've ever had." Yeah, no, I mean besides <laughs> the two thousand twenty one Seattle Mariners, that's like ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so Nick Bland's. Uh, it's May seventh as we're recording. So Nick's. Uh, that's one month since opening day, April seventh. So Nick's uh, Seattle Mariners year in review one month in mm. is coming. Mm-hmm. All of his passion, all of his mm-hmm. pain will be expressed in a moment. Yeah. Um, also of importance, of greater importance, uh, Jordan and his Dallas Mavericks are currently hosting game three of the Western Conference semifinals against the Phoenix Suns. Where we've been mercilessly throttled through two games. Yes. Even though Luka has a combined... Let's see, 45, 35, a combined 80 points through the first two games <laughs> and a plus minus of minus 30 through that time or something like that. I'm very fascinated in the Luka Doncic postseason, kind of how he performs the Utah series, which I want to hear you talk about, was fascinating. Um, and if it all falls flat within the next three days, which may be likely, that's okay. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> we want a round. Yeah. Um, Kunikev, big NBA guy. Love all the NBA. Love the Mavericks. Love anything to do basically with the NBA. I like to flirt and with you, and every you, NBA team a little and, bit. And where where are you most invo- like emotionally invested? I was with the Timberwolves. And, uh, they broke my heart. You have family in Minnesota or something, right? I take actually it? my family's no. from Minnesota. Oh, good. Okay. Originally, actually, yeah. true. <laughs> you didn't know that. I didn't. But I know that. Lakes. Yeah. Yeah, back you know George Mikan days and everything like that. So your dad uh, was George Mikan, is that? What you're no, George Mikan was the Minneapolis Lakers. <laughs> we should have put that together. His, his name is Kevin Mikan, by the way. <laughs> My name's Kevin Mikan. I, I, you know, the Mikan drill. We have it patented. 
Um, <laughs> Shout out Dave Nixon, actual dad, absolute yeah. problem in the post, probably. Ab- <laughs> absolutely absolute problem in the post when I could beat him at basketball back in uh, fifth, sixth grade. An absolute um, unit of a no, man. No yeah. thunder? Not a thunder no, fan? I, yeah, I lived in Oklahoma City for a while, was never a thunder fan, grew up a heat fan, and then... Just Sonics. And then, I, actually, I was thinking today, the Supersonics, I heard like a rumor they're coming back soon. Mm-hmm. Really? Yes, yeah, so we could talk about that another time. You, you grew up a Heat fan? Grew up a Heat fan. So, were you a Heat fan in 2006 during uh, Dwayne Wade's That's Phantom exactly. Foul Call Exactly. So, EJ probably doesn't remember this, but EJ's dad took me out fishing where I think I found out. That's the like start of a bad I story. Like most middle names. We need more details. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I, that was like during the 2006 NBA playoffs, and I knew like little to nothing about basketball and then oh, Dwayne good. Wade lit my life on fire and beat your Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, he lit my life on fire too. <laughs> Came back from a 2-0 deficit. Some people speculate maybe uh, one of the worst ref finals ever. I like to say it's just the best finals uh, ever. We should specify that Tim Donahue, notorious uh, NBA betting referee, did referee in that series. You know, I don't like to read into the cards that way. I don't have bias. I, you know, I just sit here really and, I, and I just like Dwayne Wade, right? Like, really knows. Uh, but that, I mean, probably the worst finals champion ever, but it, you know, it's still the, the finals, the 2006 it's finals all good. champion. That's where I love, fell in love with basketball. Love the Heat. Love the, fell in love with LeBron on the Heat. Always kind of liked him on the Cavs. Fell in love with him on the Heat and now I just, you know, I flirt with kind of every NBA team. But if the Supersonics come back, I kind of thought to it. I was like, man, I might just marry them. A lot of people will Is that a true story about allegiance. fishing with my dad? Yeah, we need to circle what? back. Is that, that a true story about he fishing fished, with my dad? He fished and you were there, too. Okay, it wasn't was like there. a one-on-one story. I should I should establish EJ was there. I think I would assume Jack was there. We were, like, up at the Tetons. Jack, Lightsinger, EJ's like the, brother. <laughs> where, where, where's the sand place in Idaho? I can't remember. Something somewhere. The sand. Uh, the dunes, sand dunes. There we go. Sand dunes. It's been so The Bruno long. Sand Place. A lot of yeah, fish, out there. Close to lot of fish out there. Close to the Tetons. <laughs> the Bruno Sand, sand like For all you geography Within five hours of the Tetons. <laughs> okay. I had the Tetons on the brain. So they were fishing reason. in the sand dunes. Is what I'm yeah, getting. a lot, a lot Close of sand dunes. It was, it was a memory. A lot of bass. A lot of bass. Heat were playing the Pistons in the playoffs. Oh okay, yeah, that's a that was a good series. Well, I think the Heat won that one in seven. They, they did. Actually, do you uh-huh. do you have that in your? Tayshaun they did win in seven. Heat. Ben I'm Wallace. pretty sure that Detroit posted like and Miami won in Detroit. Yeah, Dwayne Wade had the flu. Yes, we we have a at least one likely two kind of NBA encyclopedias present. Actually, which is impressive. Huge, handy. We're huge George Mikan fans. Yes, I wish love I love George Mikan. Love the Mikan drill. Huge love, stand for it. Love Clyde. Love it. Love so, it. so love who's going to win it all now? That, yeah, uh, I, I want to hear. I want to hear. Kind of, we did a little, you know, first round preview. Absolute chalk uh, in the first round. Yeah, yeah, I don't know that chalk, I picked absolute chalk, chalk. chalk. I think I picked. I think so, I know. I at least picked Brooklyn, which was a colossal failure. Yeah. Um. So I, yeah, we'll we'll go we'll go here with. Uh, I want to hear your like intestinal experience with the Mavericks so far as well as kind of your perspective on the rest of the playoffs and then we'll move in in like downgrading in, in importance to what's going on in early May in the MLB uh, and then finish with like what's going on in the officiating world and golf 
Perfect. That, that sounds great. <laughs> to lots, of golf, lots of golf talk. So we're hey, we're saving the best for last. So. Golf. Hey, what what is happening in golf right now is actually quite a bit more important. If you're listening now, just fast forward to the last ten minutes of the episode. <laughs> so, uh, right I'm, now, hundred percent. If I'm about to talk, yeah. If you want to hear just, a preview of exit, yeah, the you, whole podcast altogether. That's probably fully in bounds right out of and the I think at this point they're through the threshold of it. Like it counts as a as, as a, a listen. Yeah, 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 it's a listen. You're good. You're good. You've done your part. Appreciate it. Like and subscribe for more content. Um, That's right. Smash that like button. Yes. Smash it. Um, yes. Subscribe, resubscribe. That's what they say. You uh, had some interesting kind of positions. We'll start with your uh, Boston, Milwaukee. We're, we're, you know, May 7th, so we're split one and one going back to Milwaukee. Game three tomorrow. Jordan had a big, you know, prediction. Well, I, Kevin and I were talking and, and we're pretty decided on Miami. Um, Wrong series. Phoenix and clown. (laughs) Miami, Phoenix, and uh, Golden State advancing. Although we should note, Philadelphia, we just read, beat Miami by 20. I'm not convinced Joel Embiid's face is going to hold up for another four games. I'm more concerned about James Harden's hamstring. but All of it. James Harden's (laughs) face and Joel Embiid's (laughs) hamstring. Um, Mavs are up 26-18. Oh, that's great news. Um Late first quarter. But with Milwaukee-Boston, I think it's going to go seven, but I, I think Milwaukee's going to pull it out in Boston. Um, just on the back of a 40-point, 14-rebound Giannis game. Ooh, bold. Um, I mean, he Not had a 50-point game in a closeout <laughs> finals game, so at this point the guy can kind of do whatever and I wouldn't be shocked. Um, and Kunikev thinks that Boston's going to take it in seven. I, I mean, mainly because Chris Middleton – has yeah. not been a part of the series, uh, and Boston has the best defense since January, I think. They do. In the Bo- league. Boston One of the best record defense. other than Dallas in the league since January. Which doesn't mean uh, a whole uh, lot right doesn't now. Doesn't mean anything right now against <laughs> Phoenix, but you know, but Boston, you know, you got you got Tatum and Brown, best defense. It's, it's you know, Giannis is the best player in the league, but it's it's tough to overcome Boston when you got that much talent on the other side. Probably the only team with pound for pound the same amount of talent as Phoenix. It's really good. It's going to come down to health and the ability of Giannis to carry his team through that because, I mean, Boston like Boston probably has four of the top six players, maybe five of the top seven players in the series, depending on how Brooke Lopez is playing that day. So it's it's going to be it's going to be a lot. But I, you know, and anytime you take a team in seven. You're, you you at least up. think the other team has a really really good chance. It's a toss up. And Vegas could agrees. Do it. But like I like I told you back when we were talking about it, I think whoever wins the series is in the finals against Phoenix. Yeah, I don't I don't think I have too much of a disagreement there, Jordan. When you heard Dallas up twenty six eighteen, what happened in your body? What did you experience in that <laughs> did moment? Did it move? Um, the false sense of hope. What, and and tell me in in body sensation what what. Happened. A little what bit, of, little bit of uh, in your body. <laughs> I felt a little heat in my loins. <laughs> That's perfect. Okay. And then I, uh, and then my brain started, you know, kicking in and, and reminding me that I'm a fan of the Dallas Mavericks and I should be accustomed to. Oh, stop it! You're talking to Padres and Mariners people. Yeah, I just experienced don't nothing. Even start. In my lifetime, I have watched you watch the Mavericks win a NBA championship. NBA championship. Dirk not walking through that door. The ultimate and, closer. Right. And so Luka Sean Marion is <laughs> from the grave is not coming back. I know. Actually, I, I had a discussion <laughs> with somebody about this recently about how um, Mavericks fans have no right to ever be upset about anything because we went from 
21 straight years of watching a top 25 player of all time play all 21 seasons in Dallas. And we immediately, overlappingly, received a generational potential top 30 all-time guy in Luka Doncic. Sure. So, okay, so but the same argument can be made about Mariners fans who have a, this incredible like history of Ichiro... Ken Griffey Jr., Randy Johnson, Edgar Martinez, right. A-Rod even. Alex Rodriguez, and no, well, I don't I want to say it for you, but like the longest playoff drought in American and sports. And no World <laughs> Series <laughs> appearance. I'm but a minor Mariners fan and have never watched them go to the playoffs. <laughs> Not once. They've teased me twice. Yeah. No, they've teased Might be another year of edging from the Seattle Mariners. I, the thing with baseball versus basketball, though, is basketball is such a singular one player can take you from a 32-win season to a 52-win season if they're good enough. Mm. And in baseball... Yeah, it's you got to have so many You could have Mike Trout yeah, the, the, and, and be a middling team yes. for seven consecutive years. you got to have arms. arms. you got to have arms. Yeah, so it's, you know, I I think it's, while true, you know, that, that fan bases do get blessed with just these players coming through and through and through. But I think in basketball in particular, to get two generational superstars that can carry a team into the playoffs without any help um, year in and year out is, I mean, you are a Minnesota Timberwolves uh, <laughs> truther, Kev. You, for, for a year. For, for, <laughs> for a one year. year. <laughs> it's, it's been a torrid affair. Okay, let's, let's go to Sacramento Kings. They've let's been go. horrendous for nearly 20 years, and they've had numerous top yep. five picks. And what do they have to show for it? They they have like another new thirty some wins. <laughs> buddy healed four years ago. But yeah, Buddy Hill is now he's like <laughs> Marcus Indiana Cousins. Pacers. I have no doubt. Public. They had My Boogie favorite Cousins. center for like a few years. Love that guy. Yeah, their best players. If you had to make an all time Kings starting five from the last fifteen years, it would probably have Boogie Cousins, yep. De'Aaron Fox. Uh, um, Kevin Chris, Martin, Chris Weber. Is that too early? That's too early, even. Oh, and, uh, and baby, Stoyak, rookie of the baby, year. <laughs> you probably get the Demontis Sabonis, Tyreek Evans, rookie of the year, and maybe Rick and Adel and Tyreek Evans. <laughs> you gotta have Tyreek yeah, Evans have, on that list. You would have uh, Nick Stauskas and Jimmer Fredette as your two backup guards. Might even have. Oh, who did they just trade to the Pacers this year? Halliburton. You gotta have yeah, Halliburton. They on finally that list. draft <laughs> the guy who's gonna be potential multiple time All Star, and they ship him off for. Oh my god. I like Sabonis, but. He, for Halliburton, though? That, oh that's gosh. a way to lock your team into 35 wins every year. <laughs> so just watching what happens there and then watching how lucky we get, it just the fans have no reason to complain about anything. However, um, watching Chris Paul and Devin Booker just eat has been a miserable time. Yeah, miserable time. Glad so it's not my team. quick interjection before Jordan shares about the experience of Dallas in the postseason we got. <laughs> The Mariners live right now live. hosting Tampa Bay yep. and what's happening. Uh, we are, yeah, we're through. We're not through two. We are through one and I don't know how you say that with two teams going. But basically. It's late on a Friday night. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to kind of put everything together at this time. Uh, yeah, Mariners went up two with a home run and then got two outs in the top of the second. And now Logan Gilbert is struggling. 56 pitches through one and two-thirds. Amer- so, American League. And uh, down three to two now. Well, did Logan American Gil- League Pitcher, of, pitcher the of the Month. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, There's yeah. going to be ongoing pain and joy, probably mostly pain throughout yeah, mostly the pain, yeah. brief amount of time. We well, he's got out of the innings, so it could have been worse. But three to two now. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, I have a quick interjection. Didn't please. we say it was May 7th? Yeah, yes, today actually May, May 6th. 6th. Today is May 6th. So oh, man, before you Friday. get into the comment oh section gosh. and crucify us, <laughs> yeah, all this. it is May 6th. Mm, <laughs> so it won't be a full month in review. It'll be a wow. month and a half a game in review. Mm-hmm. It is Seis de Mayo, not Siete de Mayo. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> For all of our Spanish listeners Happy out there. Happy belated. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what seven is in Belgium. I read something that they actually seven. don't celebrate Cinco de Mayo as in, in Mexico. As hard as we do in the US. Well, I've heard it's like, for Americans to drink. I heard it was like an American beer holiday like the, the beer companies got it It's a that. it's a battle that Mexico won over I believe the French some site I'm totally discrediting this the, is the battle but some site that they won a battle at and uh, we seem to celebrate it more than they do. Well, so. I'm happy that they the like the, the warriors or the soldiers that participated in that event knew that the outcome will determine this like extraordinary drunk night in America. <laughs> they probably would have fought harder. <laughs> <laughs> that's I know that's nuts. Silly holiday. Um, okay, uh, Dallas is leading evidently in Game Three. They oh, were leading as of a few minutes ago. Refreshing. Okay, tell me about the Utah series. What May was that six. like in your body? Again, <laughs> I wanted. To <laughs> so Luka Doncic in Game Five. No, four. Comes back in game four. And hits this three-pointer at the end of the game. Dagger to put us up four He's with yelling, 40 seconds left. Yelling at the, the Salt Lake fans and everything, and they end up and losing that game. The sequence of events Just, is... As a Padres guy, as Mariners people that don't so have this real regular postseason experience, motorcycle. what I mean, what happened in... Like, what is that? So I was at, uh, I was at a sports bar watching that game. I had to stand up because I, I can't sit for the last couple of minutes of an important game. So I'm, I'm up pacing and Luca hits the big three and I'm obviously elated. We're up four. Utah's a choking team. We're good. We're about to go up 3-1. Close this series out in five. Get out of here. And then of course uh, Donovan Mitchell fouled. Free throws in. Dwight Powell fouled. Misses both. Donovan Mitchell to Rudy Gobert alley-oop. And uh, then the Mavericks get the ball to Spencer Dinwiddie, who misses a game-winning three. We lose. Um, I felt at that point we were going to lose the series because that was a tide-turning game. Um, Utah had all the momentum. We were going back to Utah for game five, and it seemed like – no, back to Dallas for game five. But it still seemed like they've got the momentum their way. Mitchell actually passed the ball to Rudy. Maybe they figure something out. We'll see. And then Dallas comes out and just obliterates Utah in Game Five. Just destroys them. And I and I feel like we're in a lot of trouble Game Six because that's a trap game. We win by that much, everyone gets a little calm, a little relaxed, and Utah comes out and they play really well until the last two minutes of the game. Dallas does everything in its power to give the game to Utah and send it to seven. And instead, Mike Conley travels. Bogdanovich misses the cleanest look you'll ever see from three. And uh, the TNT crew gets a three-day weekend. Oh, they <laughs> get, they get a three-day weekend. And Shaq, Shaq is happy. Shaq absolutely... I don't want to yeah, finish that sentence. He's <laughs> just Shaq. Soiled himself. Um, <laughs> Joy. <laughs> but uh, it felt good. Dallas wins a series for the first time in 11 years. and Lucas' first playoff win. Lucas' first playoff series win. He played great in that series overall. And... You know, Brunson was rolling, and Dinwiddie's playing well, and 
Um, you know, the role players are all hitting their shots, and then we go to Phoenix and just look outmatched, entirely outmatched. Uh, they're a team that goes 12 deep, and that's even with Dario Saric hurt, who's another valuable rotation guy they could use. Um, just torrential, just constant pounding and attacking the hoop, and um, their shooters are all hitting their shots, and the Mavs just look like they can't generate any offense. If it's not Luka, there's no offense being... Brunson is having a horrendous series. After making himself millions of dollars against Utah, he is giving that back in handfuls. Um, yeah, it's just been not not good basketball. And the defense hasn't been where it needs to be. Shooters are getting open. Score update, please. <laughs> as, as Jordan's trashing his wow, team. Wow, the he got lambasted by the 76ers <laughs> earlier. Yes, they did. For the record. 33-22. Dallas up 11 Dallas for the record. Looking good. Yeah. Yeah. good. Maybe this is what needs to happen. If I'm not watching the game, they win. <laughs> Can I um, throw you a Dallas hypothetical that I've heard in the rumosphere? Sure. All right. So I've heard one of – I love 2K, and I'm actually playing as Dallas on 2K, and I made some fun dynasty trades. Hopefully you didn't trade Dorian Finney-Smith. I did not. I like Dorian Finney-Smith. he's the best Mav that's not – Luca. No, I traded. Uh, Who did they get soul. from the Nets? Dinwiddie. I spit. I, or yeah, Wizards. Yeah. Yeah. I, I traded him. Uh, and fine. I and you know not a realistic trade, but I got Mitchell Robinson. But prompts me to ask: Would you guys be better off with a rim protector, rim diver kind of player that you're kind of you don't have on the team? You have like all shooters. If New York kind of got a little like you know we I was joking. He got a little burnt on defense. He's he should pick it up in in life in the future. But I have heard that Rudy Gobert and Dallas have been potentially flirting so you don't behind the you scenes. Don't, you don't want Gobert. So, so are, you, are you anti-Gobert here's, entirely? Or here's if, the reason. Or if Gobert is like just you're not having to rely, like, rely on him 100% like Utah is on defense? I don't think that Gobert is like, uh, necessarily a liability like some people think. Like I think mm-hmm. he is the defensive player of the year multiple times for a reason. Yeah. But the scheme that Jason Kidd wants to play on defense and the scheme that's worked well for us is switch everything mm-hmm. having a bunch of rangy switchable guys and you're seeing boston has a great defense because they can switch toronto had a great defense because yep. they could switch miami they can switch five deep um gobert can't do that you can't have him on the perimeter against anybody so i i don't think he would be a good fit i do think if new york came to us and said we'll give you mitchell robinson and a first for Jalen Brunson in your first, mm-hmm. um, I would say yes. Let's let's do that yeah, trade. I, mean, I love watching Jalen Brunson. I think I would do that trade. I do too, but I think it's a lot easier to find a, yeah, you, a creator. You need the band than it is to find. That's what you need. You need that switchable big. My parents just... came over yesterday. My dad, big basketball guy too. He told me he's like <laughs> can vouch for that. Yeah. Oh it, my gosh. We were yep. talking. And he's like, you know, which center would be the best center for us to possibly Damn. get? And I was like, Stephen Adams, just because I like Stephen Adams. And he's like, no. <laughs> Bam Adebayo, and I was like, "Yeah, I would, I'd love Bam Adebayo, but no, no yeah. chance. He would be, he would be the perfect player next to Luca. Yeah, oh, if, I, if you can't have Giannis. Yeah, side note: I do have a fun Stephen uh, Adams Tinder story from Oklahoma City when I lived there. Uh, this, Adams, we can put that. In the, Kevin, you want to let it rip, or do you want to let it fly? Is yours. Right. Right. Stephen, right. Adams, Stephen Adams on Tinder. So Stephen Adams, now. eighteen-year-old New Zealand, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Fresh in OKC. I'm a freshman in college at Southern Nazarene University, and one of my good buddies, Austin is dating, I do not remember the name of who he's dating, who's now his wife. Uh, she had a twin sister. She was on Tinder. She mat- She matched with, EJ, could you guess who she matched with on the old Tinder? 
Steven, Steven Adams. Adams. <laughs> Steven Adams. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. They're so good at this game. All right, so Steven Adams matches with her, and my buddy Austin proceeds to tell me, like, he gets a text from his girlfriend's sister saying, hey, this guy, she has no clue who Steven Adams is. She's not a basketball fan. She just matched with this guy that, you know, and he's, this is pre, and you, if you are, uh, if you have a phone available, Google pre like mustache, beard, baby face looking Steven this Adams. Rookie year Steven rookie Adams. Rookie Adam Steven. Yeah, rookie year Steven Adams. He's sitting out in the car, <laughs> and he is uh, just trying to get her to come out and to like get in the car with her. And she is very freaked out, so she is texting my buddy Austin, like, "Please come get me. Uh, this guy is just not getting out of his car." So my buddy Austin has to go there and get Steven Adams to drive away from the house. <laughs> Because apparently, maybe he's new to the States, I don't know, but like, just wanted to maybe uh, do a little bit more than just date that specific night. Clearly. You know, as a fellow male, I'm just You wanted to show her his James Hart on? <laughs> Potentially, you know, he's, uh, who could say this is all speculation at this point? I think I'm, I can say, I think we can all say, you know, Stephen Adams was Stephen Adams, if looking you're to lay the wood. Fan. You know, I'm sure you've gotten... The ladies. Congrats. He wanted to show his Rashid Wallace. But <laughs> he wanted to, he wanted to <laughs> polish his Bonzi Wells. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bonzi Wells. I would put Steven Adams in the probably top half of performers in the NBA as far as... Yeah. And now he's like the biggest... As sheets. And if it doesn't work out for Steven Adams, you can we definitely get a top five be like a Jason Momoa lookalike. Like, just go to parties and be like Jason Absolutely. Momoa. Like... Just for the Give night. me a <laughs> top five um, NBA player names that Steven Adams would use for his penis. <laughs> <laughs> NBA player uh, name? Oh I'm going to go, I need I'm like go a little bit of a list. Jose Calderon. Okay. <laughs> um, Detlef Schramm. Bam Adebayo. <laughs> Bam Adebayo. Earl Boykins. <laughs> Greg Oden. Greg Oden. <laughs> Russell just Westbrook. Purely because just of what Greg Oden had. I think the obvious one is pants. former... <laughs> Um, Dallas Maverick and Chinese superstar Zizi Wang. It's <laughs> <laughs> an obvious. Is he ever an NBA guy? <laughs> we have uh, our friend Nick Bland's daughter banging on the back door, trying to come out and don't contribute to the. That's <laughs> all the cool kids are. To the pod. <laughs> uh, Anything else? I think that's. So last it. last NBA topic final. So it, it's May sixth, and your NBA finals are. Any the updates? Phoenix Suns and the Milwaukee Bucks Part Two. So that has not changed. And for you, Kev, I'm, I like I true to my word, I got Phoenix, Boston, Phoenix, and six. Oh, we're giving Boston. that prediction. Boston's getting. To, oh, yeah, I will also wins. take Phoenix and six okay. against Milwaukee. Against Milwaukee. Suns Unless and six. any injuries happen, I'm really nervous about Chris Paul. Yeah, Suns yes. and six. Nervous so, about Chris Paul. Always includes a Chris Paul cautionary and Booker's hamstring. I mean, the yeah. hamstring injuries linger, so if that comes back, that they're in, in trouble. Playoff injuries happen. They happened last year. Giannis got hurt, came back. They ended up winning the title. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? And then Chris Paul was hurt last year. It was, it was his hand, right? He had a hand injury. He had mul- There's multiple injuries throughout the playoffs that he had. It's so they happen every year. A war of attrition, the NBA playoffs. Right on. Okay. Let's, let's hear about some baseball, though. I so, want to know. Everyone's been dying to hear Richie Sexton. What's he doing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, How is Jose Lopez? Sexton. Jose, they're both golfing <laughs> together. Actually, Richie Sexton, I think, lives in Bend, in the Bend area. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Believe it. Mm-hmm. Do, does he share a room Tesla with uh, guy, Brett Boone? Mike Pizza? <laughs> uh, no. Brett, Brett Boone is a great shout. <laughs> Brett Boone. John Olerud. Coco. Yeah, Mariners. Cruz. Yeah, Mariners are. Print check in on tonight's game. 
real quick. They're still down three to two, three to two. I believe. But it's Let a closer check. three to two. It feels closer. Yeah, because now there's two outs in the top of the third, so it seems like it seems like the first two outs got you know Logan Gilbert got two quick outs, but good. Um, yeah, overall, just a mix of some underperforming, some injuries, and some really bad, you know, hitting with runners in scoring position. So yeah, schedule so far has been fairly tough. Right, fairly tough. Um, had Houston twice, had uh, and now the Rays twice. Um, White Sox. Two series, not tw- two games. Yes, yeah, yes, series. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. White Sox, Twins. In the um, freezing cold. Yep. Dreadful. Yep. Really a lot of games are really close, losing a lot of really close games, but on a currently eight and nine. <laughs> or eight, lost eight of their last nine games. So pretty, pretty bad skid. Actually, Ho- hopefully get this out of the way now. The scary part is an, an eight, possibly nine game losing streak. Is that's almost that's one sixteenth of the season almost. Can that tank a season? Can that put you out of? It so, could. so in the early seventies, yeah, when you had or I don't know what exactly the year, but once upon a time when you had your National League winner playing the American League winner in the World Series with no postseason happening in between. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. We got expanded playoffs. There's gonna be. Yeah. Mariners, Mariners can still win 30? 95 plus games. They could, yeah, yeah, absolutely. A, a year ago, They're 12 and 14. A year ago, right now, they were right around the maybe 14 and 12. Okay, like it would just flip, like right around 500. What's concerning is is the uh, the recent skid. Well, how, so how's the rest of the division looking too? Like, is there Angels are over? I think they're overperforming, and I think the Astros are starting to catch up Ooh. with, yeah. We hate the Astros. Astros are playing much better now than they were, and they're actually becoming who they everybody thinks they will be. And the Angels, I think, will slow down. So, we'll see. It could be tough to... I, I still think the Mariners have a solid chance at a wild card, for sure. Future contributor Kyle Thompson talked a lot about Julio Rodriguez. Mm. And I want to hear updates oh, on Jules, that. Oh, Jules, <laughs> He had a rough first two weeks in the big leagues. Had a couple, like, just stung. Like, you could see the potential. Um, and then kind of started getting some hit stringing hits together. Hit, like, got a hit in, like, 12 out of 13 games or something like that. Um, and then last couple few days have been a little more rough, rough for him. But he's, I mean, he was down in the, like, 100s, and now he's 220-plus. So Talking about his know. weight? What were we talking about? The batting average. Oh. Yeah, he dropped. He, he wasn't eating right. He was on. He got on the Nick Bland Fitness diet. <laughs> yeah. What was yeah, there's a, a shameless plug. Plug was, for Nick Bland Fitness World <laughs> and Fitness and Stuff podcast. If you're in Germany, yep. get on it. Yeah. Um. What was? <laughs> who was the first baseman? Um. Recent S- media history. Sexton. After Richie, uh, Far Eastern descent. Vogelbach. Uh, Oh, Sammy oh, Sosa. Day Holy. yes. Day Holy. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, I, I, we could use Day Holy's bat in the lineup right now. But Is that his actual full name? Day Holy. Yeah. That nice. might need to be the uh, nicknames for the for, for the Stephen Adams. Stephen Adams. <laughs> Stephen Adams Day Holy. Hey, you want to see my Day Holy? <laughs> what was your why? Why did you care about Day Holy? I something about 
body size or weight mm. came up, I thought. Oh. And, uh, yeah, he's a, he's a special <laughs> character. Yeah. Vogelbach could also... Oh. Yeah, he's a guy. hitter for the... Talk players. about, you go from chin to, like, sternum with no gap in between. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> straight <laughs> <through>. <laughs> <It's> incredible. <laughs> Directly to that. What an anomaly. Yeah, yeah I, I'm excited to get a little Nick and Kyle and EJ action here. Just once, a, you know, at the end of each month, more or less... As an opportunity to, you know, a lot of texts go on between the three of us mm. where there's just like this aching need to, yeah. you know, hit something in it. A yearn. With fists, with feet, and, and Sounds that. like you need to maybe get something off your chest. Do you want to talk talk Padres for a little bit? Right. I have 90 seconds, if even that, to share. Kay. Good start. This is your, this is your good your, start. Your I'm a fan of a team that had the best record in baseball. Memorial Day last year, and with they had just a, abysmal, embarrassing finish, and finished below 500 and became irrelevant in no time. So I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. For a while yeah, part. but as uh, the, the Padres have played the Cincinnati, I mean the Timberline High School Wolves about <laughs> six times. They've completed their state season. champs, by the way. Yeah, state yeah, champs. Yeah, shout 20, out. 2011 state champs, Idaho 5A Timberline. 2021. Wolves. So you w- you played the Reds six times. Shout out Chris Good. Also Arizona four times. Also Pittsburgh three times. You've played nobody, and so any any record you have is inflated, and so none of it matters. Is we have two offensive performers and a good starting rotation, and everything in between there is rough, and so whatever. Acuna healthy playing. Uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. is yep. unhealthy and not playing. Okay. Ronald Acuna is. But he plays for who? The Atlanta Braves. Yeah, okay, that's what. That's, he's back as of about a week and a half ago. And but Tatis, yeah, he's is on the shelf. He is his wrist is healing for how long? Probably till mid late June. Ah, so just tread close. water. You know, beat the Marlins and the Pirates and the Reds and the Diamondbacks in the meantime, and whatever. It's fun to see Manny Machado and Eric Cosmore perform. Top and of the majors, average yeah. right now. Yeah. Greg Maddox. Former Padre, Greg Maddox. Tommy Shepard. That's the Wizards general manager. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was a reach. I didn't, I didn't know who Tommy Shepard was. I have no... Brendan Fraser. I'm doing everything I can to not be emotionally invested, but this is what the broadcast looks like. <laughs> I didn't realize you <laughs> had that wondering, I, uh, I have Padres Marlins on my phone right now. Uh, one nothing good guy is top four. You Darvish on the mound. Describe the home... Steven manager. Adams, you Darvish? Uh, <laughs> yes. Say that again. Sorry. I s- just describe what you were seeing on the screen there with the home announcers. Uh, <laughs> so if 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 you are a baseball fan and you're like, the broadcasts I watch suck. They're boring. The guys are just kind of flat. Try a Padres, Don Orsillo, Mark Grant, aka Mudcat broadcast. Brings a little bit of energy. And they both have uh, some yellow rimmed sunglasses on. It's quite a, the look. A, a in, the booth, in, in the booth. In the booth. In the yeah, booth. It's, they're, it's it's night game. they're idiots. It's, it's fun. So, yeah, come back uh, month by month to see a gradual uh, downward decline if this year's morality. Like, yeah. yeah. Should, um, we, uh, should we maybe veer into Connor's world a little bit? Yeah, so I want to I wanna close. Um, Connor Max. Absolutely. He will be, well, future NFL official, Connor Magnuson. Uh, strong. It is strong, but who, who's it's, the in your, it's in your... NFL goal. official who was yeeting 
Ed Hockley. Oh, <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. this there's this running story on Reddit of like it's a commercial and it's just Ed Hockley and he's just like hucking uh <laughs> dumbbells <laughs> dumbbells into the, <laughs> the ceiling. into the ceiling and they're, and they're sticking and there's he's yelling flag on the play, for <laughs> the play. Yeah. there's some good Ed Hockley Reddit material out there <laughs> show future Ed Hockley Connor yeah. Magnuson uh, Connor played golf today I was there present um, he did former college golfer absolutely collegiate athlete yep. in the golf variety former great 2014 GNAC champion that's right Great Northwest Athletic Conference champion. Go Satyrs. That's right. Before they changed to Nighthawks. Yeah. But yeah. Formerly the Crusaders, now the Nighthawks. Show Me Your Satyr was a t shirt we all had access Steven to. Adams wanted to wear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Steven Adams was rocking it. Stephen Adams has a hell of a Satyr. Uh, Connor, 18 holes today. How'd we, get, how'd we do? What was the round like? We had a very up and down 77, uh, five birdies. Yes. One par on the front nine. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Up and down day. Been battling the, battling the driver a little bit. Yeah. But um, putted better today. 28 putts. So that was a, an improvement. Yep. Volatility. Um, I fired a 99. Not much <laughs> volatility. Just a lot of shit. <laughs> a lot of garbage golf. There we go. Over here. 99's good. No. I've never broken the uh, double-digit... How many rounds, before. 18 holes in your life? I played nine holes. <laughs> yeah. And I okay. took 102 shots. And you didn't shots. break 100? <laughs> yeah, got it. I'm not very good at golf. <laughs> if I have my way, there's a lot more golf content coming uh, through these airwaves. Yeah. Um, We're big Jordan Speeds fans here. By we, I mean I I'm, am because my name is Jordan. And, uh, I'll go on record as being one of the more anti-Jordan Spieth guys. Oh, really? Yeah, I, but don't I don't know. think I've ever gotten a reason mind. for that. There was a girl I had interest in it in college, and she was a, a big Jordan Spieth girl. Oh, Good reason. Personal. Interesting. I wanted, interesting. I wanted to be in, her. In, I didn't want to be her. I didn't want well, Jordan Spieth for myself. I wanted, to be, I wanted to be in occupy the space in her heart slash body that you got, you got Jordan Spieth <laughs> did, and why would I? There's no reason. I fired 99 today. So Was she a golfer by chance? Or? She was not. She just enjoyed enjoyed the look of a Jordan, Jordan. Spieth. And then, so then, if we fast-forwarding from that particular, like, corner of my life to just watching Spieth now, I like watching him suck. He, I think he's fun to watch suck. He sprays it all over. It, he's an incredible scrambler, an incredible like rescuer of his round. In a, uh, but it's fun Should to probably stop jeopardizing I, himself in the first when place. When I see Jordan Spieth on the tee, I want to see that thing sail far, far away, and I want him to barely make the cut and then just kind of have a Tiger Woods Masters experience from that point forward and just kind of limp in. With, with, and the television is like going to be on Head. him. Like at like Hilton Head when he won it. Yeah, no, he's a great player. Backdoor little, little trophy. It's it's my Joe Burrow complex where everyone loves him and I'm going to be the one that doesn't. That's my... I, that's You're my definitely more of a Zach Wilson fan, aren't you? No. Huge uh, Zach I've, Wilson truther. I was a big Zach Wilson fan uh, late November 2018 when on fourth and two from the two, so fourth and goal with six seconds left on the blue turf. He dropped back, couldn't figure out anything to do, and Scaly Gahan uh, brought him down to uh, complete a state victory over BYU. Was, yeah. The moments the uh, pull it up. That was my favorite uh, Zach Wilson. The moment, moment the Jets knew this guy, this, we need him. We need him <laughs> to compete <laughs> with Mike White. We yeah. need, <laughs> we need Mike White to have some competition. <laughs> Joe Flacco, actually. Yeah, and Joe Flacco. Yeah. 
So it's a good thing. Did they make an upgrade this summer? They the Jets they went out and probably grabbed nobody of consequence. They had a right? good draft. Did they get a quarterback? A couple SEC guys. Um, they got Jordan Davis, didn't they? D line. Don't look at me. I'm. So they're so they're rolling. They upgraded into, defense and then they got a they got a receiver. They're rolling into the the NFL season next year with the Zach White or Zach uh, Wilson. A lot thing. of people say <laughs> the Jets won the draft. When when you listen take that to for what take that for uh, it's bound to explode in some way. When you listen to any podcaster, they say the Jets and the Giants won the draft, and then next year we'll be talking about them being towards the bottom of the division. Four and I feel like question. every year they talk about whoever wins the draft is also also on the bottom. Why of Why are the Giants division. not making a play on on Baker at all? I mean, or I, Seattle? I mean, well, Seattle they, then Seattle might well, they be going have into a rebuilding Smith, year, so. and they have Geno Smith, who's they're good. They're good. An yeah, all pro, no, one of the best Geno's I've ever my seen. My former quarterback, I'm a Denver Bronco fan, Drew oh, Locke, and Drew. two Broncos guys here. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I I don't have high hopes for him, but yeah, Drew Locke, hot take, not a good quarterback. Wow, it's flaming hot, <laughs> coming in hot. I'm on fire right when now. When he sees someone deep, he throws it. When he sees someone wide open, short, he throws it deep. Keeps throwing it deep. <laughs> he never stops. He just keeps going. I bet Drew Locke could throw a football over the mountains. Absolutely. Potentially. Yeah, he'd overthrow. But never to a he'd receiver. Overthrow the mountains. Never to an actual receiver. He'd overthrow the mountains. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. We are sitting in the state that Napoleon Dynamite was recorded. Yep. So we are. It's a good feeling. Yeah, it was Preston. It feels, it feels so a great good. feeling. <laughs> um, Connor will be at the Byron Nelson in uh, Dallas next week. Mm-hmm. We got the the fields trickling in. And TBC Craig Ranch. There's some fun names. What what will your experience be like a week from yesterday uh, in the Greater Dallas Fort Worth area at the Byron Nelson? What's your What's a perfect day for you next Thursday? Uh, pull up. Ideally, get some good parking. <laughs> Not have to walk a country mile to get into the venue. Um, probably try to find Kevin Kisner. Follow yeah. him around a little bit. Oh, yeah. uh, shout out, shout out, uh, foreplay. Absolutely. Um, and then you know, I actually haven't looked at the field. Full disclosure. Fair. I'm not even sure the field. Uh, it yeah. uh, might be, but anyway, I don't think Tiger will be out there, so that's a little disappointing. <laughs> no Phil. Um, Weird. Probably no Rom. Got to be Speed though. This is his home state. He's yeah, be out there. good chance. Yeah. So I could uh, go find him, yeah. maybe let him know about his uh, admirer. <laughs> yeah. If you'd, yeah. If you'd share. share. Getting a little blustery here in. You think we may have to uh, wrap her up Canyon here in a County. couple minutes? Yeah. Stephen yeah. Adams style. <laughs> there was rain in the forecast for now, as of yesterday. Oh, good. And the, the, s- the sky is clear, but the the wind is coming around. I so. have my all metal um, lightning pole. <laughs> microphone sitting right here waiting to just explode in yeah. all our faces it'd be great yeah the steven adams another special. another steven adams <laughs> <laughs> cool all right we'll, well be on back. that note yep. this is a pro steven adams podcast oh we love Steve. Yeah. yeah stevie oh. big big fan top five just slayer oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. evidently i would argue a top three new <laughs> zealand uh Oklahoma center Tinder on memphis <laughs> absolute yeah. problem in the low post oh yeah to, bang it, ball, bang it, to quote Jimmy Butler, that MF is strong. <laughs> Classic. All right, we'll see you soon. Uh, probably another uh, sad recap of Mariners baseball coming to you within the next month. All right, goodbye. Bye. Hit it hard. <laughs>